Miley's point of view. He woke up by the sounds and smell of frying bacon. He could picture them frizzing in the pan. You kicked your blanket off you to find that you were sleeping on your bed instead of lying on the table of yours. Then you remembered what happened last night and the disappointment seemed to be flooding you. He knew that he doesn't like you, not even a single bit. But you're questioning yourself of how the heck did you transfer from your table to your bed? Did Irene carry me back to the bed? The window was closed. Jen must have closed it before he left. And he still didn't bother to visit. You told yourself to stop being so sour since you've got a big case today and reminded yourself that you and Jin could be friends. You got off bed and went to the bathroom where you saw Irene brushing her teeth. Morning, he said. Hmm, she replied which supposedly should be morning. She left the bacon frying while she took a break from cooking and brushed her teeth. He took the bacon out of the pan before it overcooks and placed them on a large plate and four eggs out of the fridge. You cracked them into a large bowl, while whisking the sunlight shone from the kitchen window directly onto something on your finger. You looked down to find a delicate silver ring shining and sparkling. Did Irene get a stranger prince? You skipped to the bathroom happily. That's very kind of you. She scrunched her nose and confusing while rinsing her mouth. Hmm? The friendship ring, Irene? You said sweetly while you pecked on her cheek. You're a very nice friend. Thank you, he said. But you didn't have to put it on for me last night secretly and carry me to bed. I must have been heavy. She looked confused more than ever as she spat the water into the basin. What the hell are you talking about? She asked, washing her face. Irene attended drama lessons during high school. She had great acting skills and sometimes she'd give you a surprise on your birthday by acting as if she forgot. She's just a good actress and knew how to trick people. Don't play with me, Irene. Come eat breakfast. Time skipped. I really have no idea what you're talking about, Miley. Irene said, forking a bacon. You chewed on your scrambled eggs. Just admit it. Who else would place a ring on my finger, drag me from my table to my bed except for my great friend, Irene? She furrowed her eyebrows. First of all, I don't have enough money to buy that expensive-looking ring. Secondly, I was asleep already when you were still showering. Now, you were confused and you swallowed your food. Irene, it's not funny anymore. I'm getting goosebumps. Could it be some ghost? Probably. But it's not me. She replied calmly as if it was nothing. You shivered as you took the ring off. I am never wearing this ever again. This thing's haunted. Irene rolled her eyes. Come on, Miley. I guess you had that ring on before but just forgot and you're only noticing now. I'm not that stupid. You defended. But you were quite busy these days. So who knows if you've got a little dumbfounded. She took a sip of her hot coffee. Perhaps it was from that clingy dong saying, what's his name again? Peter. You muttered in disgust. Yeah, perhaps it's him. He put the ring on to you and you just didn't know. Irene said, pointing her fork at you. Ew. He screeched. Then I'm definitely not wearing this. Yuck. But wait. If Peter buy you a ring, wouldn't he get you something with a gem? He doesn't do the simple style from the dress he brought for you. Irene explained her thoughts to you which made you more confused. Then who could it be? 
You asked while thinking if there is any guy that possibly slide the ring down your finger. Peter? No. Professor Yu? No, he's loyal to his wife and you. Mr. Kim? No, no, no. Kim? Sokjin? Kim Sokjin? Man, holy shit. Language, Myrie. Irene protested. Oh my gosh, sorry, but I know who it is. You announced joyfully and cheerfully. You took deep breaths and while doing so, you couldn't stop making funny noises. All right, Irene. From now on, you should call me Mrs. Kim. I'm no longer Miss Park because I'm married to Mr. Kim Sokjin. Okay? You shouted with excitement. Irene had her eyes wide opened. Myrie, what the freak are you talking about? You wiped your oily mouth with a tissue and headed to the bathroom to brush your teeth which you haven't done earlier. Irene believed on brushing before meals but you brushed after meals. After doing so, you got changed formal clothes and checked everything in your bag that every necessary file was in. Soon you walked out of your room with black high heels clicking into the wood. You gave Irene a kiss on her forehead. I'll explain all this to you later. Wait for my good news. Time skipped. Are you ready, Professor Yu? You asked him. Of course, Mary. Are you ready? Absolutely. I've got the confidence to win this case, he said brightly. You were so enthusiastic, obviously, because of how much happiness this ring had brought you. All right, let's go then. Time skipped again. Both of you arrived at the court and you saw Mr. Men with crutches and the family members of lightweight plastics. They looked at you as if you were some awful cockroach, but you didn't care and waited patiently for Jin to arrive. You knew he wasn't supposed to be outside but kept in the special place before the court session. That's why he was wanted. But you trusted him with all of your heart that he would come. Time skipped again. The person leaded your people and you went to the place where you were supposed to be. Jin was still not here. Professor Yu whispered a good luck to you and you gave him a nervous smile. The room was crowded with reporters and the flashing cameras and other audience. Aryam, Yonbi and her mother and the Kim couple were here. Just everyone except for Jin. Judge Kim sat on his chair and asked where Jin was. Before you could open your mouth to speak, Namjoon did. He was found to be dead this morning, Your Honor.